Welcome to the Immigrant Voices Podcast Project. I'm Deb Bluestein, and I'll be bringing you the voices of the courageous people who have made the U.S. their home. You'll hear about the lives and people they left behind in their native countries, their journeys here, their struggles and successes. You'll hear from parents of dreamers, dreamers themselves, undocumented to naturalized citizens, and everything in between. With poor prospects for college or broadening her horizons, Irani left her family farm in a remote part of Brazil in 1994 to join her brother and sister in the States. Her initial plan was to earn money and return to Brazil to buy a home there. Plans changed when she met her husband and settled into a busy life in Boston, eventually starting her own cleaning company. Caring for three children and running a full-time business left her little time to learn English, but she persevered. Her homeowner dreams have changed continents, especially after becoming a naturalized U.S. citizen, an accomplishment she and her family are proud of. My guest tonight is Irene from Brazil. Welcome, Irene. Can you tell me a little bit about what brought you to the United States? Why did you decide to come here? I came here in 1994. Before I came here, I have one sister and one brother here. And they encouraged me to come here because I was in Brazil with my 24 years old. And they said to come here because they can help me to get more opportunity. It was hard to leave my parents because I just have me and my younger brother. And I said, it's hard to leave them because they need me. And I was just start to help them with the farm. But I just finished my high school. I couldn't have opportunity to, to go to college. Because when you live in the farm and you live in the interior, so the parent is saying to you, it's hard to you send you to different cities because they didn't have a college there. And I was so younger to be by myself to go to college. And then my brother and sister here said, I think it's time to try some different life. What was the reason again why you couldn't go to college? Because my parents was saying prepare me to get married and not go to the college. They think I was not ready to be by myself or be with the other friend, very different from here because in 17 or 18 years old, they just just go to college and be with friends and share the room and go to different cities. For us, the culture from my parents, especially because we used to live in farm. So that's going to be hard because I was so young, I was not ready uh, to go. So that's the reason they said, oh, I think it's not easy. You stay, you know, just with friends. So did you actually work on the farm with your parents? Yes, I was just helping mom. And my daddy, he's actually passed away two years ago. 
And my mom is still doing the same thing. So we just grow vegetables and sell the milk and we have everything at the farm. But between that, I was teacher and not in the city, on the farm. They just help the poor kids learn a little bit. So that's I was helping because usually I like work with the kids. I used to work about church, teach them about God. Not about, you know, writing. And, but she said, I think you're good to help me with the kids. And then I started to help them with the kids. But it's not a profession. Like he became teacher. So I just was not ready to be teacher. I didn't have my degree to be teacher. I just was helping her because I love kids. So that's the point. At that age, did you have a dream about what you wanted to do in the future? Yes, if I had opportunity to go to college, I was, you know, just think something about to be dentist or, or something like that. I used to, to like that. But now if I say to me, Irani, do you want to be there? Do, you know, like that? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just had when I was younger. No, no. So when was the moment that you decided to come to the United States? You, you said you had some relatives that were already here. What, what made you say, I'm going to do it? Yes, because I was thinking the life, just we think about my parents, but I say I need to think about me too, because I was like 20, close to 24. So I couldn't go to college. I needed, you know, think about my future, so I need to work and have my own money. So I think I said, oh, wait a minute, why not try? So that's the reason. So yes, they said, yes, please, come and try it. Was it easy to get the visa? Well, in 94, it was too much easier than now, I can tell you. So very, you know, was not so easy. But I got the visa. So that's the good things because I didn't have a hard time to come to the border. So that's make my life easy. Because if I do that, I don't think, I don't know if I can get here. I was so scared with they said with their experience to come here. What was your experience when you arrived? Was a culture shock for you? Well, the first moment about, you know, I just came here in June. I, I got here in June uh, 12. I, I got impressed because the weather was good. Because, you know, <laughs> Brazil, in Brazil, the weather always is very nice. We can have, like, fall it is and winter for us. Because I live in, in Southwest. So in, in, in the South, they have more cold weather. But where I used to live, is not. I like it because I come, I said, oh, it's not possible. Here is going to be very cold, like my relative complained about. It. And I said, oh, wait a minute. It's not too bad. And then, <laughs> so after the summer, everything, you know, and the was not like I thought. I know I have a lot of help from them because I got to you know room, so they helped me with the job. I have my sister while she had her business with the same I doing now, cleaning service. And my brother, he was working at the restaurant. So he got one open for me, but just to be, can you believe? I worked in the Italian restaurant, it's not 
they don't have that anymore. With dishwasher, I can tell you the first moment I start to work, it's a job, it's a job, but I said, oh my God, there's a many thing I have to be. I know I have, you know, my my washing, helping mommy with a couple, you know, cheers. Not like a lot, I, I have to, you know, be ready for them. I cried like a couple hours. I said, oh my God, this is the job you have to meet. Yes, my brother said, I'm sorry because he just came. You don't speak English. So that's the way to start. So did you know any words in English? When I started this job, no, I couldn't say anything. Actually, I can say hi. And And then it's very funny because he was cooking this restaurant and said that you need to get more money. So you work with my other sis with cleaning. And she didn't have a big business. So she just shared with the, the little business she had with me with paying my help. I said, oh, wait a minute. I need more money to pay the room, the everything. I need to, you know, survive. So were you married at this point? No, I was not married this time. How did you meet your husband? Yes, but in the same year I got here in 94, my parents got the visa too. I got here in June 12. My parents came here in December to Christmas. And my husband was in my cousin and we preparated so the Christmas party to my parents. And my cousin said, oh, I have one guy here. He came to visit me. Can I bring him? I said, why not? <laughs> so he, yes, he used to live in Hyannis and Cape Cod. So you didn't know him when you were in Brazil? No, oh. no, no. Yes, he's from Brazil. His family is very close to mine. He, like, I can say 30 minutes, but I didn't know him until here. Was it love at first sight? For him, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I gave a hard time later to discover I was falling in love into him. But it's unbelievable. I couldn't have opportunity to talk with the other person, Spanish or America or anyone. He kept my heart. So the following year, 95, we just started to, you know, to be in romance. Ah, how long did you do the dishwasher job? I did, I believe, like one year. I can tell you I was so sad because I I just got home so late. I worked the whole day with my sister. She just, in the end of the day, she just me dropped there. Like at five, I was five to ten on Saturday. I was like at 11. And I was talking with my other friend, the one I met here. And that she helped me one part-time job in downtown Boston to clean one building. So, and then I quit the restaurant and they start to work six to nine tours over there to big job, but was easier than dishwasher. And I think in 96 to 97, I start to think about my business and my husband. So said that he's gonna help me because he, you know, he's in the time in '95, '6, he speaks better English than me because I didn't know nothing. And he said, "Oh, I'm gonna try help you," but 
he just put it in a newspaper notes so about cleaning and then I start to with my business. But 96 to 97 you started your own business. Yes, but it was very little job. So like I can just start like one and I was keeping my work with my sister. And she's saying, when you have the you, you whole schedule full, you can, you know, start to do. But I'm going to help you when you find one house and the second one. And then it was like that. I can clean one house for myself, two houses for myself. It was not easy to faster grow my business. Slowly, slowly. I- when did you start to learn English? Yes, I think that's the point in 96 to 97, because I was busy. That's the things I made my big mistake, because I was thinking if I came here for like five years, I'm done with having my money and buy one house in Brazil and back to there. But the things change years by years because I met my husband. And then I was thinking the life was not easy like I thought. And I was working during the day and nighttime. No time to go to school. That's a problem because in 97, when he was thinking to help me, we just, we didn't marry. We married in 2001. So we have like 21 years in October, we cannot turn to when we got married. He's saying, I think it's better you go to school because the life is going to make more easy for your job. He encouraged me to go. But I can tell you I was tired because mornings, the whole day, in the afternoon and part-time. And then I start to pay some extra for some person helping me with English. I got some cup words and then I said, oh, wait a minute, I need to get out from the part-time. I got my schedule like one and two hours per day. And after that, I said, oh, it's better I can quit the job nine times. I can just have my job and go to school. And how soon did you have kids to juggle? After five years when I got married. So I have Tiago when I have my 35 years old. And after that, it was very hard to go to school. So that's the reason. If I had done before, I was more ready for everything. Because I had Tiago after three years, I have the other one, Rafael, and the other one, Pedro. And then I was good and worked the whole day. So I said, oh, my God, it's not time. How did you manage to work? And who took care of the children? Oh, I had, you know, I just spent, yes, I spent three months, which every time I did one born, I spent three times. And then I paid the babysitting. And because it was hard to leave my job, because it was not easy to get my own business job. And it's very hard to leave my kids too. So I need to provide, I need to put food on the table. And the other point, hard to leave the kids with babysitting, but... I have to do it. So that's the reason. After three months, I paid the babysitter and then I back to work the whole day. But not time anymore to go to school. Mm. Uh, hard time. It's so hard for women to juggle 
a career, your own business, and take care of your children, your heart is always torn in half, don't you think? Very hard, because you want to spend more time with the kids, but you need to provide food and education, everything, you know. Kids, you need to money to grow the app. It's not easy. But one time, like every time, I can say it, Every time when I have a media at the school, I have the kids grow up and said, encourage me. Mom, you need to learn English because, you know, it's very hard to have a media. You socialize with the community. It's too much easy. So they encourage me to, to go to school where yeah. I found Michelle and I back to school. How many years have you been going to the gardener? Oh, that's going to be my second years and I can tell you my good news I just became a citizen yesterday fantastic that's great I'm so happy congratulations that's wonderful how how long did it take you to become a citizen how long were you studying and working towards your citizenship oh that's Close to, I can say, the one and a half years because the pandemic, everything was behind. But Sister Pat helped me a lot. And the Sister Pat introduced me to Michelle. I wow. met Sister Pat. My son, Tiago, he's going to St. Joseph, the place that she, she lives next to. And uh, yes, and uh, Eloisa connected me to Sister Pat and Sister Pat connect me to Michelle, and Michelle connect me to you, with you. <laughs> so you're going to be in the English for Immigrant Entrepreneurs class then in January. That's great. I hope I'm ready. Sure. Absolutely. You're, you're trying to build up your business, right? Yes, I do. That's the reason I need you to help me. <laughs> how, how, how many clients do you have now? Well, I used to have more. I, I used to have I have two helpers, but after pandemic, everything getting so bad. I have many customers. They back. I can tell you close to 10 customers, like very good customers for the schedule for a week. They didn't back to me yet. So I just have one help right now. It's hard to do that job, house cleaning during the pandemic. You have to wear a mask all the time, and a lot of people didn't probably want you to go into their homes at that point. So what do you miss the most about Brazil? Well, I miss more, I can tell you. It was not easy to be far from my parents. And unfortunately, I don't have my daddy. I just have my mom. Lock me, she can come to visit us. But I miss the life I used to have when I was child. Because, you know, when I brought my my kids over there, so it's kind of very different like my kids grow here. So I have opportunity to be with the nature, so with animals, with the plants, with, you know, fresh air. And I, I built all my toys. I don't have, you know, the Google, everything you go to the Google, the Internet, that, that's I miss for, you know, my life and for my kids. So they don't have this opportunity to have this life. So that's the reason I miss and I miss my, my friends too, the friends I had when I was a child. But the most, you know, connect to the natural. So that's, I love that. 
So in my kids, they don't have this here. Don't take trips in, in nature with your family here in the States? No, I did because every time, actually, it's not easy to travel to Brazil because everything is, is kind of expensive, especially for we are five. The ticket to Brazil is very expensive. But when I have choice to travel, I like, you know, bring the day to, to background to see how my life and the, how they can connect with what I like show what my life was very simple but it's very full with many things good and they don't have here when they grow up because you know the weather and we best in big city so I used to grow in the farm very opposite from them. Do your children teach you English too? Actually they try do it but they get impatience with me <laughs> <laughs> When I ask you one question, the second time, mommy, I said one time, I said, excuse me, can you repeat? Mommy, mommy, you forget so easy. I said, yes, of course, I have a lot of bills to pay, a lot of teeth, and just, I, I got, ah. <laughs> that's the reason they sent me to school. All the time, they just encouraged me to go, mommy, you need English, please go to school, go to school, every time. I encourage them to learn Portuguese. That's the reason they just start tomorrow. They have a class in Portuguese once a week because I wanted to connect with my relatives in Brazil and my friends too and make friends. And I tell them how nice you can speak more than one language. That's yes. a very good opportunity for your life and everything. Not yes. because I'm from Brazil, but it's good for your life and for your future, for your job. So... And I encourage them. And they every day said to me the same thing. Because when I said, oh, my God, when I got home, it's close to 6 o'clock. I need to you know, get ready. And I said, oh, my God, should I go? They said, yes, please, you go, mommy. You don't stay, you go. So now <laughs> they change it, you know, <laughs> with me. It's very nice. Uh, so, that's good to get that kind of encouragement from them. Yes. That's so do, do you speak Portuguese at home? Do they understand Portuguese? Yes, they do. But it's very hard. When I have Chuck, the first one, we just talk in Portuguese at home. He speaks better than the, the brothers. But when the second arrives, so he starts to disconnect in English. We talk, me and my husband, with them in Portuguese, but they keep an answer in English. It's very hard. We just, please say in Portuguese. They said, no, I want to, it's more easy to say in English because they just afraid about the accent. Like I have, you know, I think I have a terrible accent, from, you know, for my English. So they think, I think the same way. They have not, not good Portuguese, but they understand. They understand. They can read. Oh, that's good. That's great. It's good for the brain. It's good yeah. to be bilingual. Did you bring anything from Brazil that you maybe had as as a young woman that you still have with you today? Some object or some piece of jewelry or some book or something that you always keep with you that you brought from Brazil? Yes, it's a very funny thing because I can tell you, I have my mommy's tower. When she was making my, my luggage to come here, she got uh, like something in her hand. I said, wait a minute, mama, what is that? She said, oh, that's my tower. I brought when I married you, daddy. 
You're going to have this one with you so you can take you back and, you know, think about mommy. So I cried a lot, but every time she's came here, I just open and look. Look like it's, you know, it was white. Now it's not more white. It's a dark color, but I have with me. Look like it's something I never going to give up. So it's like a hand towel, just a small towel? A bath towel. Yes, it's a big towel. A bath towel. Yes. Very fun because she said that she she brought when she married my daddy. And she said something I really love. I will, I, I will keep forever. Yes, you can have that. I say I was make my clothes and get ready. She suggests putting. And when she bring the tower to me, I can take my shower when I came to airport. And she had in her hands and said that to me. What a very... Very, very, very sweet moment and very sad too because I cried a lot. And it's fun. Every time she asked, do you still have? I said, yes, for 28 years I have because now the power can have like, I don't know, 55 years, 50, I don't know, probably like that. <laughs> Tell me about what you're hoping in the future for your business, for your family. Yes, you know, I I had this dream came true. My kids they so happy about you know I became an American citizen. That's very good. I was thinking about that. I'm so happy, and I want to grow my business because my dream is have my own house. I'm so tired to pay the rent like for twenty eight years, and I have my three kids. I can tell you I have very hard time because I just moved to Belmont. I oh. live in Brighton for actually Austin Brighton since I got here for 28 years. But in the place I moved now, I, I used to live there for 17 years old. 17 years, sorry, 17 years since my boy arrived. Mm-hmm. going to be 18. And now it was very tough to find, uh, you know, place to move, especially because also Brighton school is very expensive. Private school, the public school in Brighton also is not very good school. When they have good school, so the, the wait list is a terrible. And I moved to Belmont. And this time it's crazy to find a place to move and everything's high. My plan is try save some money. It's gonna be hard because the rent here is more expensive. But my plan is to grow my business. I can my own house to my kids. That's my plan. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. So I hope that's come true. <laughs> what do you feel is your greatest success since you've been to the states? What are you the most proud of? Yes, I'm most proud of. Because I came here, I said to my, my boys, I keep saying every day, I, I couldn't say any words in English. I know I have my relative help me, but I just not was waiting for the help. I tried my best and I got my own business. So I feel proud because I think if I look for the, my background, I have many things done good. So survive and grow three kids. I have been paying private school since until now. I have Thiago, his seniors. He's going to college next year. I'm not ready for that. I think he's not 
ready neither. But I'm happy what I have done. So I think the way it is. The only thing I think I should have buy my house and before because it was more easy, but I didn't. That's something I got a little sad when I think about it. I lost a good opportunity to have my own house. That's the only thing make me get to and question mark. Why not? Well, so, it's in the future for you. Yes, in future. But if you think I'm proud of what I have done, but I feel sad the way I know I, I make something, my plan. So I should think more about that. I think I, if you ask me what I should have done the best, I can say, oh, I should think more about my, my own house so I can be more relaxed and not over like I have been over now. That's I think. What, what advice would you give to somebody else coming to this country? Well, I can tell there's a lot of people coming now and keep it coming. I can tell them it's not easy. I think the life is not easy. That's make you more strong. When everything comes so easy, I think you get so weak. You need to get ready and get strong and struggling for thing you need and have to be done. I can give advice. Yes, come here. It's a good opportunity, but be ready. You know, to <laughs> to be strong. You have to be strong. You can stop. So it's very good. Encourage you to to do things get better. I think that's the point. Is there anything else that you'd like to add from your experience? What was the very hardest thing that you have gone through as an immigrant coming to this country? What was the biggest challenge for you over the years? Well, I think the English. I should get here and not look for just job. Job is important because you need to survive. I can say everybody, if you come here, you have opportunity, please take some time free and go to school. Learn English is very, very important. I can tell you, it's very important for your life, about your job, about your community, get more friends and get, you know, engage with the community, you know, and say words, can, uh, they can hear you. I said for you, English is very important. It's very important. So do you feel when you're working that your clients, your customers, that you can have a conversation with them in a way that you couldn't at the beginning? Do you feel more confident speaking with your the people you work for? Yes, I do. But I, I can tell you, I wish if I can do better, <laughs> can do better. So... Get more engaged, not just with my customer, but with the community. So I, you know, get more friends. I don't have, there's a problem. I don't have um, friends. I just have Brazilian uh, friends, marriage, American guys. I can tell you, I just have, I have conversation just more with my customer, just with more about the job. I wish if I can get more conversation with when I go to the media for my kids, I can participate more, ask more. And that's the reason. That's the reason I'm saying English is very important. It was not easy with three kids and working back to school. That's the reason I back last year and I'm trying this year. Well, I think you're doing great. And 
every year, especially if you continue to come to classes, your English is going to improve and you, and get your kids to teach you more. <laughs> yes. You, you have three resident teachers there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's not easy. I can tell you, like experience for mom, they don't have a patient. They want to date their own staff or so. I try, I ask for help. They can come, but quick time. Oh, oh okay, mommy, you all said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make... They encourage me to go to school, not to they teach me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been wonderful talking with you. It's, Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to talk with you. After 28 years in this country, Irani fulfilled a dream of becoming a U.S. citizen. Her desire to improve her English has motivated her to continue classes. She hopes to make new friends, expand her business, and be a homeowner one of these days. With three sons who urge her on, she has fans rooting for her progress. From dishwasher fatigue in her early days here, she now considers herself among the legions of resilient and successful immigrant entrepreneurs. Thank you for staying with us right to the end of this episode. The Immigrant Voices Podcast Project is the brainchild of Michelle Duval, the program director at the Adult Education Program at the Gardner Pilot Academy in Alston, Massachusetts. You can learn more about English for Speakers of Other Languages courses at our website, gpaesol.com, or by emailing Michelle Duval directly at m.duval, D-U-V-A-L, at live.com. Without the funding of Charles View, Inc., and the support of its executive director, Joanne Barber, this project would never have been possible. And last but not least, a big thank you to all the guests who are participating in this series of interviews. And to all our listeners, we say thank you. Do come back for the next episode.